we're live. Hi, America. How you doing? Welcome to Live Radio. <laughs> this is Younger Carpenter from the Free State of Colorado. we got with us Justice Waters from Indiana Free State. We've got Joe Gibson helping out, and, you know, we need all the help we can get. Thank you, Joe. we got our favorite, uh, David Broadhurst from uh, For the People Radio 101, our Republic Radio channel. Thank you, David, for joining us tonight and helping out. David Herter, Governor Hammond from the Free State of uh, Wisconsin, Mark Binder. So we got a full crew tonight. If I missed anybody, forgive me. You know, I just heard about Sisman and uh, getting off scot-free, and apparently they uh, they made sure that they had supporters um, of HRC and on the jury, and that always helps. Not to say that there's any funny play going on behind the scenes. Well, welcome to our world in 2020 and 2022 and 2023 if we don't do something about it because we created this mess and it's up to us to throw the bullshit flag and say, you know, enough's enough, man. That's a foul. And we're not going to take these fouls and like it and lump it anymore. We're going to set the record straight. So I'm looking forward to that day when the American people stand up and be who they say they are. No, Joe, we were talking on your show this week about um, Memorial Day that we just celebrated. We are so thankful for those men and women that fought and served in various capacities to pass down our our freedoms and our law form as we know it. And that's where it gets murky. You see, in man's world, he controls the justice. He controls the outcome. And so welcome to Sussman's trial and HRC and what you're going through today in 2022. In our form of constitution, that is a constitution that we all recognize under common law, the one that we have rights and the one that the government works for us. Yeah, that one. Not the one that's created by man that serves man, not mankind not the people of the Republic of the United States, nobody but themselves. And I dare say I have to wonder many times if it's not really Satan himself that they're serving. And looking back at Memorial Day and what that represents, I have to ask Justice Waters, you're in the Justice Department. What do you think? Have we abdicated our responsibility to those that we just honored? Well, Governor, thank you for having me. Thank you, Joe. You know, without people like you running shows like this, the American people would have no truth whatsoever. So thank you for what you do. David Broadhurst, also known as Gator, good friend of mine. He runs the show as well. Truth does get out. The truth of the matter is, We are the republic. We hold the seats for you, the American people, and we're here. And the doors are open, and we're waiting on you. What they, the corporation, what they, those in democracy in D.C., what they have done is they have unleashed hell upon the face of the earth so they can better line their pockets 
It's the bottom line, money. It's all about the money. As we have a comment that we throw around a lot in our our conversations within the Republic, and I know you hear it a lot other places, follow the trail of the money. It will tell you the ins, the outs, the whos, and the whats, and the whys. All you have to do is follow the money. And, Governor, to answer your question, they have made a huge mess of everything that God had intended to be a blessing to the people of this nation. Hell, Satan, and the demonic spirits that they have allowed to come in and run and rule over the American people, it's now our job to hold these seats as given by God the Creator to these people so these people can re-inhabit themselves to come back into power. Like I said last week, it's not about the republic government. It's about the people of this nation, the people of the state. It's all about you. You are the power. You are the authority. That is where the Constitution, the real Constitution, is different from this fake thing that they go by called the UCC, also called the code, the U.S. Code. They've codified everything. No, we have a law. It was given to us by the Creator Himself. That is what we follow. But you know, somebody has to preserve it. Somebody has to put on a uniform, and that somebody has to take care of it, guard it, protect it, defend it, and if so, kill the enemies of it. This is what myself and millions of others that are probably listening to this right now have done. What I want to do tonight is I want to just kind of go back real in, in a few minutes and explain my experience in Marine Boot Camp, what I went through. And then I have a question I want to ask you, the American people. Being that this is the 31st of May, the real Memorial Day, I thought I'd look back at something that seems to be missing in the world today. A real reflection of those who lost their lives defending something way more bigger than they themselves. Let's never forget it's not just the service member, but their mom and dad, their brothers and sisters, their wives and husbands, and their children. They're always involved in everything that serviceman does and goes through, including death. I can remember as a 20-year-old going through the front gate at MCRD San Diego, California, 
on April the 3rd, 1974, seeing what resembled the beginning of the Gomer Pyle show that was on TV. That was a comedy. The Marine Corps, in reality, was not. There was nothing funny at all about it. The getting up at 5 a.m. every morning, running 5 to 10 miles, showering, pooping, and shaving, all before 7 a.m. And then came morning chow. Standing in formation, sometimes for minutes, sometimes for an hour. Then getting to sit down and eat something, but only having five minutes to eat it. Or once in a while, you'd have a duck in and duck out, where you never stop walking through the chow hall. But as you walk, you pick up an apple, you take five or six bites out of it, you throw it away in the trash can, as you go out the other side in the door, only to get in formation one more time. There were times when marching and the call of right face would come, and there would always be that one that would go left. Thus, all 60 of you got to see the pavement up close and personal by doing a hundred four-count push-ups. Now, do you remember your military right from your left? How about the times in the classrooms where you'd fall asleep and the DI and the instructors would just walk by and give you that friendly, gentle smack on the back of the head to wake you up? or should I say, a wicked open hand slap on the back of the head with violent force to remind you that you're in training to become one of the world's elite. Then would come hell week, where you only got five hours of sleep per night because you were at the chow hall from 4 a.m., working till 9 p.m. that night. And some would have to do mid-rats from 10 to 1. You're supposed to be trained to become a United States Marine. But instead, you're now washing pots and pans all hours of the day. Then came the time when you were given your rifle. No rounds but a rifle, an M16 automatic and semi-automatic weapon. And you were given two clips of 10 rounds each, but they were empty. You walked, marched, and even slept with that weapon. You even named it. It was never called a rifle. It was called a weapon because you were training to use it to kill an enemy of the Constitution, an enemy of the people of this nation. And any person not wearing the uniform of the USA that was not considered an ally.
Then on week seven, you boarded a bus. You took that journey up to Camp Pendleton, halfway up between L.A. and San Diego. Now you were going to see and experience the real Marine Corps. You were every 10 feet, you would see a sign in Camp Pendleton that would read, keep off the grass. Problem was, there was no grass. It was all dirt, dust, and sand mingled with rocks. Instead of mowing it, you raked it. You made sure that these lines from the rake were straight and visible to the naked eye. That is what you were to stay off of. Each Quonset hut or round metal building that we slept in had its own plot of sand in front. That's where you lived for your time there. It was yours to keep clean. It was yours to make sure no one walked on it or stood on it. But in week eight came the live fire. You were learning not just to shoot, but to kill. Here, you fired rounds all day long. Four hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon, and two hours after dark. You shot from 200, 500, and 1,000 yards. You got good. You got real good. Then came the march up a mountain that was dubbed MF because it was really simply that. Up 1,000 feet, down 1,000 feet, all in full combat gear or 70 pounds on your back and 15 pounds around your waist. You had one hour to accomplish it or you simply didn't graduate. On that Friday, you shot for a score that would follow you through your entire military career. I shot 239 out of a possible 250 from the 200, 500, and 1,000 yard range. Now I knew that I was gaining my elite status and I knew I was about to become one of the world's best warriors, a U.S. Marine. Feared by the enemy nations of the United States and totally respected by our own and our allies. You wanted that. You needed that. You were becoming a part of a brotherhood, a group of guys that no other group would ever want to mess with. Then came graduation day. Well, my mom and dad came across country to see me stand and march to the Marine theme song, standing out on the parade deck and go from a recruit to a full-fledged Marine. This was something I did, and we all did there. We all started with 63 in our platoon, and we graduated 56. 
But it wasn't the fact that you just graduated. You got to put on those dress blues, sharp and sleek. And when you stood there in uniform, all of us wearing that sea of blue with those covers of white and black, you looked sharp. There was a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment. But now you belong to a brotherhood that no one person could ever take away from you. No one could just make it disappear, and no one even dared to try. You were a trained killer for the government, someone that was government-trusted, but the guy next to you and on your right and left, they trusted you as well, just as you had to trust them. You could never go into combat with the feeling of not being able to trust those who are around you at that moment in time. But then came the real base, Kaneohe Bay, Hawaii. And in April 1975, Operation Frequent Wind started. It was the part of getting all of our people out of South Vietnam there in Saigon. There from my platoon, we lost three Marines. They died in a chopper crash after getting shot down. There were 18 on board. Gary Nemi, my best friend from 106 platoon was killed while standing guard around the embassy on night two. We had orders not to fire back. We weren't there to start another conflict. This all came at a time when Nixon had resigned and Ford was in office to complete his term. As a member of the armed forces, you always remember times and events, whether or not you choose to talk about it or not. What you never forget, you never forgot their faces. That never leaves your memory. Years have gone by. You lose contact with those and you stay in contact with by the death or them moving away. But you never forget their faces. I got out of the Marines April 4th, 1976, and in 1986 joined the Navy just a week following the Challenger explosion with NASA. I have seen the world because of the Navy. And again, times you never forget. But I still can't get Gary Nemi's face out of my head. He is burnt into my brain. He was a good friend, a Marine buddy, and a true warrior. And he never made it home to see his family and friends. For most of you, this holiday is about racing, the Indy 500, the Coca-Cola 600, which took place Sunday. Yes, they do their remembering, and what they do is all good, 
But for most Americans, they don't understand what's happening right now. The guy who was masquerading as president started a year in the U.S. Senate a year before I went into the Marine Corps in 1973 is when he began his career as a senator. He served from 1973 to 2009 and never got anything accomplished. When he became vice president under Obama, then took a four-year stint off of politics and is now rebuilding a broke nation following the Twitter years of Trump. Our gas prices are tripled. Our home heating prices are doubled. Our food now has shortage. Diesel is about to go to nothing. And he has stated outright a week ago from Rome that this gas price hike first was all Putin's fault, but now it's the thing that will lead us Americans from gas and diesel to green energy. In other words, this is all his fault. It's a pre-planned event. It's part of the new Green Deal. Now, you and I are paying the price for his communist dealings with China, the CCP, and Russia. These school shootings... That's not random. That's planned. Remember the COVID vaccine. Remember what's in it. Remember the little nanoparticles that attach themselves to your brain cells. And then something like the G5 network gets turned on. Well, they can, in certain areas, do certain things with that because it's microwavable type of waves going through the air, hits your cell phone and goes through your brain. They can mind control you. And don't laugh, the CIA has been working on mind control since 1952. We have communists running this country. I was a trained killer to kill communists in the Marine Corps. Now, me and you have to sit under one. My question is, what's up with that? Where are the military, the ex-military? Where are those who took the oath to defend the Constitution? to uphold the Constitution, to support the Constitution. Why do we have to sit under some idiot who can't even put a sentence together, who can't remember who his wife is, who doesn't know which way to walk off a stage? Why do I have to listen to him mumble and jumble his way around and can't even finish 
when he started, why do I have to sit there and take what he tells me as gospel truth when you and I both know it's a lie from the pit of hell? Where are the ex-Marines? Where is the army? Where are you? If this was 1942 and some idiot did this in that day, he wouldn't last a day. We're at war, people. You better wake up. Because the war is coming through your front door. You just don't know it. And when it comes, it's not going to say hello, it's not going to be polite, and it's not going to be happy. You're going to hear a bang, and then you're going to see darkness. Because they are out to take you out. That's what their plan is, folks. Why do you think the southern border is open? Why is all the disease and corruption and fentanyl coming through the southern border? Why is this idiot in the White House more concerned about the borders of Ukraine than he is of our own borders? Where are the people who served in the military in this nation? Why are you sitting on your ass? It's time to stand up and do something. Because if you don't, nobody else will. And if that happens, well, we'll all be speaking either Chinese or Russian. And when you come right down to it, folks, Amen. that's the only two choices you got. Stand up and do something or sit down and die. Thank you, Justice Waters. This man is a great, great leader. This type of man should be in leadership in our government. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening is the new world order. And people need to start really, you know, thinking and researching that they've been doing this for a long, long time. It's been planned for a long, long time. And it's starting to happen right before our eyes, everybody. Great ones like Justice Waters, our republic, everybody else. We're in the fight for this. But you see it happening. It's happening now. We have politicians out there that are corrupt. Justice has never been served. We have, you know, those that are trying to serve justice. But unfortunately, many of them are above the law. We need to remind uh, America that we, the people, for the people, they're supposed to be working for us. We're in the hundreds of millions, each and every one of us. Hundreds of millions. But yet we let this minority government, corrupt government, rule over all of us. What the hell's the matter with it? What the hell's the matter with you? It's time to rise up. It's really time to rise up because they are implementing the New World Order. And that's coming out of Davos and everything else. It's their long-term plan, but it's happening now. So I don't know what it's going to take, civil war, not against the people like in the past. If you do your research about the civil war, it was horrible. 
atrocities and everything else. But why why is this country always in war? Why are we out there fighting and killing, you know, thousands of people and, and just, I mean, come on. This, this country is made up of freedom, made up of all people, all people. Statue of Liberty, everything else, but yet we have all these damn problems. It all comes and it all stems from globalists, corrupt politicians, and those in power. It's we, the people, that's supposed to have the power. And we've lost it. We need to gain it back. Well said. And we all know. Everybody knows we got problems. So let's talk about the solution. Because everybody's looking at the problem and nobody's looking at the solution. And we represent the solution. The lawful, peaceful, nonviolent solution. And that is merely stand up under the jurisdiction of our constitutional republic, put this corporation that controls us to bed where they need to go, and we're back in control of our future. It's not a difficult picture to get your head around. Dean Henning, Governor Henning, would you like to tell us how we can get involved with our republic? I would, Governor Carpenter. Thank you very much. Justice Waters, thank you, sir, for your the words that you've just shared with America and the world. Gator, you too. It's just, it's touched my heart. America, we need to stand up. You know, this radio show is for you. It's uh, Restoring the Republic is the title. It's Step into America's Republic. As Governor Carpenter said, it's peaceful and lawful. You know, pick up the Holy Bible. That's what our founding fathers used to write the Constitution of the United States of America. And also the Bill of Rights. You know, David David Hurler spoke earlier on this program, and his wife Jean and him wrote two books. Uh, one book is Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America, Volume 1, America's Truthful History. Read that, then you'll understand, as the book title says, The Truthful History of America. They donated these books to the Republic for We the People. Volume 2 is Reinhabited Republic for the United States of America, Volume 2. The story of the re-inhabitation tells how it all happened. And again, you can get these books at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. Also, go to uh, go to RepublicForUnitedStatesOfAmerica.org. Go there and educate yourself. Read all the documents that have been put in place by law and served on the Hague. America, the paperwork is done. We're just waiting for the American people to stand up in mass and want your country back. You know, there's another book that was written, written by Gene, Gene Hurtler. It's called James Timothy Turner, an American President and a Political Prisoner. And it's a legal brief and appeal to the courts of heaven. That is a book about what happened to our restoration president, Mr. Turner, President Turner. He's been incarcerated since, I believe it was 2012, and he's still there. Pray for him. Pray for his family. He's put everything on the line for you, America. You know, it's time to educate yourself and take control of this great American republic that our forefathers left for us to protect and enjoy. We are holding your seats and the title to America's republic. You need to just want it back. Take ownership of your part. Spread the word, America. And again, go to republic4unitedstatesofamerica.org. There you can go to there, educate yourself, educate your family, your neighbors, your friends. Make it a family outing get together and 
listen to the archived radio shows that are on there. It goes back many years. And also, you listen to President Geiger of America's Republic. He'll uh, tell you the state of the republic. And again, I can't tell you enough. There's so many documents that have been on that website for you to edify yourself and your family. You know, we all need to pray for America's republic. God bless America. And I'm going to tell you, folks, it's a lot easier to keep your freedom than it is to regain it. What we're offering you, America, is the simplest solution to the problems that we face. It doesn't get any simpler. On the other hand, if you don't take this opportunity, you're not going to like your future very much. I'll promise you that. With that, I'm going to say good night, America. Thank you, Joseph Gibson, David Broadhurst, Other People Radio 101, and for all the participants tonight. David Herger, do you have uh, any closing comments? All I want to say is, as I go back 151 years ago to the Organic Act, when they pushed back then those people that built the Masonic Temple that started building it in 1868, May 20th, they were done, I think, on the 17th of December, what they did is they pushed the Declaration of Independence off to the side, they pushed the Constitution off to the side, and they went with Freemason progressive presidents selected, not elected, for the most part. Not all of them, but for the most part. And they worshiped a different God. We need this country back the way it was, the way the founding fathers started it out with the laws of nature and nature's God in the preamble of the Declaration of Independence. The people in America do not know what is in the Declaration of Independence. They don't understand what the laws of nature and of nature God is. And they don't know what the Constitution is. They don't even know what the Bill of Rights is. They don't know a lot of what the founding fathers put together way back. We need this country back for our Father in heaven, for the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to come back where righteousness exalted this country. We need to run this country in all 50 states. All 50 states should be a city on a hill. All 50 states and the assemblies, all three branches of government, should be made up of people that are God-fearing people and in their nation's capital. We need to turn this country around and bring it back into where it was back in 1776, leading up to 1789 when George Washington became our first president on April 30th. Going back then and losing this this great thing that they put together during the Civil War. Then they shot Lincoln on the 14th of April. He died the next day. I'm telling you, America, we need to embrace the Declaration of Independence. We need to embrace the Constitution. We need to embrace our Bill of Rights. This is your government. We're waiting for you to stand up the republic. What I'm working on right now, with all of the research that I've done, with the quotes by Sam Adams, by John Adams, by these different people, uh, Dr. Benjamin Rush and so forth, when they built the Declaration of Independence, Laws of Nature and Nature's God and all that, every government comes from a religion, and religion was ours, was Christianity, and so the laws of nature and nature's God and so forth. 
But what's missing, what I found out, and I'm just going to say this, Sam Adams said it this way, he says, you've tasted the gift of heaven. Well, then let us become a virtuous people. Then we'll both deserve and enjoy it. Neither the wisest constitution or the wisest laws will secure the liberty and happiness of a people whose manners are morally corrupt. He, therefore, is the truest fence of the liberty of his country, who tries to promote his virtue, and who will not suffer a man to be chosen in any office of power and trust who is not a wise and virtuous man. So I looked at different quotes, and I studied this and studied this, and Benjamin Rush said, that the Republic was built on Christianity, the foundation being Christianity. And without Christianity, you can't have virtue. And without virtue, he said this, you can't have liberty. And that, I almost fell off my chair. Without virtue, you can't have liberty. And so uh-huh. I, kept, I kept, kept pursuing, kept pursuing. So what's missing, you know, going back to 1871, the Organic Act and all that, What's missing in the worship centers from Los Angeles to New York, from Minnesota down to Texas, what's what's missing in our worship centers across America is people carrying virtue. Mm -hmm. Fellowship, there isn't the true fellowship that's being exercised between Christ and the believer, and the true fellowship, the Christian fellowship, is not really being exercised when people go to their worship centers on, if you want to call it Sunday, on Sunday, there isn't this true fellowship. They're talking about their, their favorite bat- baseball team. They're talking about their, their football team. They're not talking about true fellowship. They're not enjoying what is laid out. If you look at what John wrote in First John in the first three verses of, of First John, you'll see He's inviting you to have fellowship with he and his disciples, and their fellowship is included with the Father and with the Son. So what's missing is virtue. And you know where virtue comes from? It comes from holiness. Okay. So so what? in order for us to have the republic stand up, and see, here's the thing, real briefly, if you go to the Matthew chapter 7, the wise man builds his house on a rock, and the winds come. You know, the, the rains come, and the, the floods come, and the winds blow, and the, and the house is standing. But then you have the foolish man that builds his house on on the sand. What I'm talking about is building a republic on a foundation. Because if you build a business, if you build a marriage, if you build a republic, if you build a government, you have to have it built on a rock. See, and that's what they did. They built it on a rock. You don't put the house up and then build the foundation. No. Yeah, yeah, correct. See what, see what I'm saying? So what if you put a republic up, if you stand a republic up, you're going vice versa. You're going backwards because what you need is you need virtuous people in the assemblies in, in, in the court system across all 50 states and in our nation's capital. You need virtuous people. We're writing a book, and the last chapter is going to be pursuing this adventure. And I got Mm -hmm. this information. This information I got from a book that was published in 1692, and it was recommended by Andrew Murray. And Andrew Murray actually edited this particular book. So virtue comes from holiness. A lot of the worship centers, when they talk about holiness, they'll laugh at it. No. Because when you're born again, 
with the new man. If you go to Galatians chapter 2, verses, verse 20, okay, you are crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, then I have a Christ live. So you put away the old man, and you're born anew. You have a new man, and guess what? All the fullness of God is in that new man, and guess what? He is in you, both the Father and the Son. All the fullness of God is, is in you, and you live by Christ by faith. Everything that you do in the Christian life is by faith. Okay, I'm done. Awesome. Good stuff. This chapter that we're working on to finish this book could be, if it takes off, it could be that that last chapter could be put in a pamphlet form to be taught through all the worship centers across America. Because the, you have to be focusing on your new man. You put off, you put the, you, when you were born in the flesh, you are practicing sin, okay? But when you're okay. born anew with Christ, you're born for holiness. You're born to practice holiness. And True. I can show you in Scripture. I can show you in Scripture about holiness. You, you go, go to First Peter chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. Go to Romans chapter 6. Go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. So anyway, it's all in there. But thanks for your okay. time. I really appreciate it. I yeah, appreciate man. it, Jeff. Yeah. This is what we need. We need virtue. We need virtue across this land. This is what's missing. This is what's missing across America. David Hertler is an amazing, amazing man. Our brothers um, and sisters from our republic, everybody, they are like our forefathers from a long time ago. And I always say, think then, think now, because history will repeat itself. And history is repeating over and over and over again. But there are great ones out there. Those that are not afraid to speak out what they believe in. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in our Constitution that was brought upon America. America is falling. And you have to realize what's happening out there. We have globalists. We have you know, individuals that want to destroy it all. They want to rule over everything. And if you think then, think now. It's been going home since the beginning of time. It's great ones out there, like our republic, our great brothers and sisters, uh, the great Joe Gibson, understanding the times in which we live in today. This man has enlightened us all. Everybody in now our republic, restoring the lawful republic. This is key. This is key. Restoring our lawful republic of the United States of America. This is the fight that we're all in right now. Right here, right now. In radio, each and every day we wake up in the morning, we go to work, every, every single damn hour of the day. We see what's happening, everybody. What do we do? Well, the biggest thing that we can do is come together as we the people, for the people. You all have a voice. Rise up. Rise up again. You know, they're supposed to be working for us. Well, that's not the case. It's our government. Our government is corrupt. Totally corrupted. 
our justice system, totally corrupted. It's been done over many, many course of years. And now it's up to the people. We, the people. We have a power. We have a voice, everybody. I know that we we get hit all the time. I get hit here, too. But, man, the more and more that we get out there, oh, Brother Joe Gibson, get it out there. People are going to be listening. People are going to come together. They'll start realizing what in the hell is happening here in America. You think it's easy now? No. <laughs> it's going to get a lot worse. A lot worse, everybody, until unless the American people stand up together and say, enough is enough. We're taking our country back. We're taking our government back. We're going to re, re, reestablish our republic, the true form of government, everybody, and get rid of this corporate form of corrupt government. But all of us are in the battle, each and every one of us, each and every day, man. We don't have the power. We don't have the billions of dollars to control others. But we do have radio, and radio is big. It's strong. Let's spread the word. To all our friends, our family, people, everybody we can, and bring the people together, man. Because believe it or not, <laughs> we're the majority. We, the people, are the majority, but yet we're being led to destruction by the minority. Doesn't make sense. Where are you, America? Where are you? Let's stand for justice. Let's stand for our constitution. And let's stand for all those that are fighting for it, like ourselves, our republic, for the United States of America, the great Joe Gibbs, and so many others. There's a lot of cats that are really fighting out there, man. We keep on battling. We'll win. I believe in God. God tells me we will win, but this show right here is more important than you can imagine, folks. We're spreading our wings, and we're letting the people know. And it's a great, great honor to be here, being a part of something in life, letting the people know how we feel. We just ask, come aboard, everybody. Yeah, you can donate to your republic for the United States of America. That will help them. That will help them big time, you know, <clears throat> doing what they do. Joe Gibson as well in his show. Even myself, although I haven't really done that, but I believe that Joe our republic, myself, it's a mission from God, okay? And we are on a mission from God to help save America, help save our world, because there's a great, great enemy upon us, man. They are so huge, so big, that we got to keep on fighting. Keep on praying each and every day, folks. Keep on praying. We'll get there. And by the way, everybody, it's not our first rodeo in history. It's not our first rodeo. We've been there, done that. So here we go again. Here we go again. It's not the Brits. These days, it's our own damn government. So many others that are attacking us. And our freedoms, our Constitution, what we believe in, Christianity, everything else, our Constitution, we're under attack, all right? We're all, we're all under attack. Protect your children. Protect your families, everybody. Your babies, 
grandkids. Say your prayers to the Lord. We'll get through this. It's going to take some time. But if we don't stand together and fight now, we will be destroyed. We will be destroyed just like other countries, Venezuela and others, totally taken over by globalists. And I say globalists, it's a lot bigger than you, you can imagine, folks. So at that, thank you. Thank you tonight. Joe Gibson, Blog Talk Radio. God bless you. Um, our Republic for the United States of America tonight. Way to go. Way to go, standing up, restoring the lawful republic. Yes, we need justice served. Will we see it? I hope and pray to God that we're going to see it. But we all need to protect ourselves, not that. Stick by what you believe in, everyone. Stick by God. Stick on your beliefs. Okay, and protect your family. And Mark Reiner from the state of Iowa, could you just close us in prayer, please? Yes, yeah, prayer, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the public's big weapon here is um, God. God's on our side. Um, God's the same yesterday as he was today, as he will be tomorrow. The standards don't change. So, and and up one person and God to make a majority. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for your love, your kindness, your mercy, and grace. Thank you for your blessings we are receiving in uh, the uh, Great Awakening. Strengthen us in mind, body, and spirit that we may be fortified. And we may go boldly proclaiming your word throughout this land. God, us by your word that we may stay on the straight and narrow path, not deviating to the right or to the left. Help us to unite together for truth and liberty all across this land. Man. We love America. We pray for those people in Afghanistan who were given back to the wolves by a jackal and abandoned in dishonor of the promises made by a strong, sovereign president, Donald J. Trump. May you have mercy on the souls of Christians all around the earth who are being persecuted just because they love you, Father. Our founding fathers gave up much to, uh, to give us a republic with your blessings. Help us to restore the rightful governance that would never persecute its own people for any reason. Open the eyes and ears of Americans so that we will be known as a Christian nation again to all nations around the earth. That slavery of every sort is vanquished from this land, and we will then be in honor of our founding document, the Declaration of Independence. That states in part, I quote, we hold this truth to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator by certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, end quote. And so we humbly ask, God save the Republic. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Representative Minder. Thank you, America, for spending time with us.